Today on This Week in Pop, we still haven't figured that out. Is it This Week in Pop? Or Popping this week? Popping this week on the Pops. Uh, I, we finally saw some movies. Although not the one I wanted you to see. Well, it didn't look that interesting. Ready Player uh, One, yeah. Rampage. Uh, also, lots of TV to talk about. Lots yep. of new shows and shows you should be watching. And Jenna... Jenna's not here. You, uh, just, you can turn off the podcast classic now. Classic Jenna. Just a bunch of men talking. That's This Week in Pop. Do we have a theme song? No. Can I make it? Sure. Nobody's on the run. Nobody's watching movies. All right. That's the uh, unofficial new... This Week in Pop theme song. I don't even know if I can use that song. I don't know. Uh, did you clear the rights yet? No. Did you write it? No. Oh, no. okay. Uh, I'm Tommy West. Hey, Maxwell. Hi, welcome. Uh, Jenna? Oh. God damn it. Uh, she has laryngitis. Seriously, it's been, this is our third show back? <laughs> <laughs> it's our third show. Wait, wait. So we did. We, we did, can't even get her to stay. We did two shows. <laughs> we took a week off and we came back and then she, she, she didn't show back oh, up. Oh, man. Yeah. Next week she'll be here. Yes. She's um, too, she's too uh, pumped up for Avengers. Yes. She had to take a couple days off. Yes. Well, we'll get into that sort of because I, I did see, I, I want to talk about something I saw about event. I, I, I am very far behind in the world of Marvel and I want to talk about, um, as long as there are no spoilers, no spoilers. Well, how can there be spoilers? We, I mean, people as we're recording this, it. it's, Oh, people have seen it. It's out. You know, you're right. I've actually, I have seen some spoilers yeah. or, or well, potential spoilers. We, we won't talk about that. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about spoiler alert. There are yes. no spoilers. Yes. But I think on the next episode, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. That's fine. That's, that's fair game. Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of TV I want to talk about. Uh, lots of TV stuff. Westworld is back. We talked about that yes. uh, a little while ago on a previous episode. And my unwillingness to watch it. You won't watch it now? No. Oh God, we got, we'll get into that. Um, but you know what? Let's go back for a second. Let's let's actually talk about the Avengers because it's coming out this week. Yes, the week of this podcast. It's going to be big. It is this week in pop. This week in pop. Hence the that's the title I of like this it. podcast. I, like what you did I don't know there. if you knew that. It was good. Um, so I had pr- previously not seen. Um, I, all right, I saw Iron Man, the original. <laughs> okay. I, Ten years ago, yeah, I think I saw Iron Man two. Which one was that? The second one, right? But what, what happened in it? Uh, it was the the Russian guy. Iron Man has War Machine comes out. Don Cheadle replaces Terrence Howard as War Machine. Is Sam that, Rockwell is uh oh, so the one with Sam Rockwell where he's like being Sam Rockwell. Being Sam Rockwell. Yeah. They introduced Black Widow in that movie. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is the one where the guy with the whips and they and that they, is Iron Man. That's too. that one. Okay. Yeah. Mickey Rourke. Doing Mickey Rourke things. So I, I think maybe I missed Iron Man 3. Which I learned that it d- didn't get as much love as I thought it did. I loved that movie. That Shane Black directed it, who if you've seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I like that movie. He's a, he's, a, he's a funny guy. The nice guys with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. I have yet to see that. It's on my list of, I you keep seeing see clips of it. I want to watch it. It's, it's razor sharp script. It's like the perfect combination of Robert Downey Jr. You know, re-teaming yeah. with Shane Black after Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Apparently it doesn't get as much love as I thought it did. I loved it. I really did. Guy Pierce uh, is an okay bad guy. Okay. Ben Kingsley... Uh, is is serviceable. This is 
brought up to my issue last time how it's hard to be creative when you're you're spinning the same yarn for every movie. I mean, right. there's over 20 Marvel movies out now over the span of 10 years, and yeah. it's hard to make each one different. And I liked the, the bad guy reveal in Iron Man 3, which if you don't know by now, there was supposed to be Ben Kingsley right. um, as, as the main terrorist, and it turned out that he was just a paid actor, and it was very slapsticky. It was oh. a very slapsticky reveal, and I liked that. Oh. Um, Sorry for crisscross. They crisscrossed. Yeah, and I liked that sort of the sort of turn. And apparently, a lot of people didn't. But you know, it's hard to do things differently every time. And I think I um I I saw the the first. (laughs) All right, this is very odd. I saw the first Captain America in a hospital. Why? Why? Like a hospital? Because my wife gave birth to my son, I think. But you had to watch the movie. But I was like, well, we were there for a couple days, so I was like, you know, it's it's your son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in the middle of this. (laughs) Um, so I saw most of that plot. Okay. Because you can't really pay attention in the hospital. But you haven't rewatched it? Uh, no. Is there something wrong with me that I've seen each of these movies maybe five or six times? No, because I feel the opposite. I feel the fact that I haven't seen them. I feel like I'm behind and out of the loop because I'm, I have my tickets. So I'm going to go see the movie this weekend. Mm-hmm. But I just, for the first time, saw Civil War, which is why I wanted to talk about this. I saw Captain America Civil War for the first time just the other day. That's madness. How this is like <laughs> how can we have a podcast we talk about pop when you're not up to date on your pop? Well, I'm getting up to date now. <sighs> it wasn't on Netflix. Mm. I didn't subscribe to it. I didn't want to spend I'm a frugal podcast host <laughs> <laughs> with our dollars. Yes. Um which by the way, am I the I, I'm late to the party. The CG was bad, right? Was that d- discussed? There wasn't previously? a ton of CG in it. I mean, there was the climactic airport fight, but Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, like yeah, Spider-Man I mean, is rubber. Yeah, but at the time, I mean, it was cool. People just cared about seeing Spider-Man in a Marvel movie for the first time. That's what it was yeah. about. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, because that was the first when they first got back the rights. Yeah. Okay. After the horrible, amazing Spider-Man movies yeah but i also and 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 being late to the party gives me a sort of fresh perspective going into this now but jealous but i will say the thing that last week we talked about the justice league and dc stuff and there was a lot wrong obviously with batman versus superman years ago i feel like in civil war the whole the whole thing with uh with robert downey jr's character (laughs) iron man (laughs) I I remember Robert Downey Jr. I don't remember Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about his his mommy, his parents. Right. He gets upset. You killed my mommy. And then, like in Batman versus Superman, it's like you said my mommy's name, and I'm now I'm upset. And yeah, but the, my mommy. But the main difference is the mommy in Civil War was a buildup after twelve movies, and yeah, in okay. Batman versus Superman, they just put it out there yeah. in the first one. Yeah, I have no sympathy. I don't care. <laughs> About Batman's mom, but I cared yeah. about Iron Man's mom. Okay. Superman's mom. Sorry. <laughs> my initial argument. Okay. No, I, I get that. I just, I think my point was, it, it's, it's like, it's just the same thing or, and like, and it, it wasn't even that believable to a, to an extent. In Civil War? Yeah. That's to the comic books. That's the, that's what they do. No, I know, but I'm saying this entire this entire Marvel universe has essentially been building up to the movie that we're about to see this coming weekend. Yes, this is like the end of a phase. Yeah. Entering phase, I believe, four is, is that what we're going to. Jesus. Um, and we've been building up to this, and and Civil War was to service 
as a prequel, as a setup for this coming movie. In a way, yes. I think that the the plot of Infinity War is that it takes place, I believe, three years after Civil War. Right. The Avengers are broken up. Everyone is on different locations. Yeah. Iron Man is not with Captain America. They are considered still fugitives right. to the to the US. So they're right. on the run, right. so to speak. Man on the run. So everyone's in different worlds. And this right. is sort of gonna be the culmination of this this massive guy, this Armageddon type guy, Thanos, who is just gonna come and ruin everything. Mm. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> okay. And I get that. So and, I'm, and I'm happy so about that. So what you're telling me is you're going to go see Infinity War in like four years. <laughs> I have tickets for this weekend. I'm going to go. Okay. No, but but I, I guess my point is if you're going to set it up and then the movie Civil War was a sort of service to set up that movie, I feel like they probably should have put a little bit more effort into making it believable i don't that- know i don't know where this is coming from i feel, I feel like you you needed to to say you were going to talk about this before we started the podcast because i disagree a hundred percent but it's like we were allowed to disagree that's that's well, all we do is disagree because <laughs> you're always wrong and i am always that's right not true but um no no okay but i i mean i guess my point is the, the movies have to walk a fine line anyway because they're they have to be you know civil war is dark in certain parts sure. but at the same time it's also like Captain America, get your action figure now. And it has to be that thing that little kids can watch also and it has to be relatable on multiple levels. Yeah, but they also need to, you know, set the stage for what it's going to be moving forward. And mm-hmm. it's not all going to be roses and dandelions. Yeah. It's going to be issues. And this is the problem. This was the fundamental difference between what they wanted the Avengers to be and how they were going to act moving forward. And yeah. this is where we are because of it. And no matter where they are, Thanos doesn't give a shit because yeah. he's coming. All right. Yeah. I'll leave it there. I'll well, let you have it. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So, on the next episode, we'll be able to actually talk about that, which will be exciting. Yes. Are we going to go together? <sighs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Okay. Fine. Um, anyway, uh, also, uh, TV is back. Yeah. The television. Well, I mean, it's always been yeah, around. Yeah, just follow me. Um, Westworld came back, which um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I love the show. And I like where it's going, which, by the way, on one of the last episodes, we should also have a segment part of our show where we correct all the incorrect things I've said. <laughs> um, on the one of our last podcasts, I, I mentioned how um, Nolan, Jonathan, Jonathan Nolan, Nolan, yeah, was brother uh, of Christopher. Yes was on Reddit and said like, Hey, if this gets enough upvotes, I'll go ahead and like reveal this thing. And it was, it was more of a ha ha gotcha type thing. Mm-hmm. I fell for it. You did. I did. Yeah. Didn't I tell you it was a bit ridiculous at the time? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Is this another situation you know, where I'm, I'm right there, and you're wrong? There are news wrong. organizations that reported on it. So I'm not alone here. TMZ? Gawker? Perez Hilton? Yes. Gawker came back to life just to report. Just for this one thing? Just for that one thing. Um... But no, the show is, I, I, I think the show is fantastic. I think it's, um, there's not a lot of shows that can do what Westworld is doing. What are they doing? They're messing with your head. Okay. It's something that you walk away from every episode. I'm not, I'm not breaking new ground here by saying this. It's a, it's a show that every single episode you walk away and, and like for me, I end up going on Reddit to try to figure out what the hell I just watched for some things. I'm like, what was that goo that he was like? doing with the thingy and then i have to go figure out and have people explain to me something i missed early on and and didn't understand earlier in the episode has it changed from the uh west world western world brothel scenes that happened every 20 minutes well i i I think the thing is what makes this really interesting uh number one 
Uh, who was the main character again in the show? The, Evan Rachel Wood. Oh no, I'm sorry. The 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 guy who created uh, the actor, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is not in the credits at all. So okay. I think he's officially done with the show, which okay. I think is also okay because now we've also moved. Essentially, the way the the first episode of the second season comes back, and I'm, I'm a little spoilers here, I guess, but I, I won't spoil too much because I know you haven't seen it. And I won't really spoil. You can spoil for me. I'm not going to watch it. The I guess the point is the first season is this weird ride of understanding what this place is Mm -hmm. and seeing it for what it is and how it works and seeing the it slowly get infiltrated and slowly fall apart. And by the end of the season, he gets shot in the head and it's all over and chaos breaks out. Mm -hmm. Now in season two, it's full chaos. So it's kind of like. Where season one is watching an amusement park and how all the rides and people are coming and riding them. Season two is watching what happens when a hurricane hits the theme park. And now all of a sudden people are running around screaming and trying to get the hell out of the theme park. Are we getting other parks? Are there, I remember they teased the samurai world. They're or? still teasing it. It hasn't hasn't come up in episode one yet. I believe by episode two will be there. OK, but um, but I the thing is. It had a lot to live up to because it's this show that is kind of mind bending and twisting and everything everyone says and does has some type of meaning. Jonathan Nolan takes no uh, pauses in writing the script and like giving someone like a they flip on the light switch. Why did they flip on the light switch? <laughs> There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was reading there was a part in the episode where um, Bernard grabs a door handle and people are still talking about why did he grab the door handle? <laughs> what the door handle mean? <laughs> Um, so, and I like that. And there's not a lot of shows on TV that like since lost that engage the community offline and make them think about what they watched and what's happening and where is this going? And this sort of puzzle, the show is all about a puzzle and the show itself is a puzzle. But see what I'm afraid of is that we're not going to get the final piece of the puzzle of this show. <laughs> what do you mean? Cause like with lost, like with other shows like that, like the leftovers, they, they, somehow stop talking about the why of it and they just talk about the philosophical how and the more of the human study which is fine a lot of shows do that I get it and it's good to that element but I'm the kind of guy who wants to know (laughs) why yeah like in the leftovers I don't care what they're doing I want to know why they left and we don't get to find that out yeah but I I mean I, I think for what it's worth I'll give him some credit I think Jonathan Nolan wouldn't leave the audience hanging. And so being, they give you enough like they're giving. Are they giving you enough to like wonder more about the park and wonder more about other things that are out there? Or is it just more focused on the people, which is fine. I just I don't really know yeah. where it's going to go. I'll say this. Um, there's a lot of scenes of uh, Evan Rachel Wood's character uh, in previews and trailers because I keep seeing a bunch outside the park in the in a city. So in she, the real city, in, the real in a city. Westworld city, not in a Westworld series in, in a city. So she's she makes it out of the park somehow. She okay. makes it into the real world. They're also doing this weird me, uh, time bending thing again, which is interesting. But it's almost like I don't trust it because you almost expect it. Yeah. The whole, you know, man, the black hat thing from the first season and that revelation of like you're actually watching two different timelines. Mm-hmm. You're conscious up front of, okay, they've been time here. Right. Are we looking at the future or the past? And, but I, I think the fact that they have to expect the audience is looking for that, that they're going to, there's going to be another twist somewhere. 
And so you, your mind immediately goes to what is the twist going to be this season? And so the episode starts out and Bernard is apparently three weeks in the future ahead of the rest of the people in the episode when it, it's jumping back and forth between characters and you don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's good because it, it gives you a little bit of intrigue into what's happening and where is this going? And at the same time, it's enough to keep you hanging on, but not, not so little that you are frustrated watching the show. Okay. I'm going to give myself a homework assignment, even though you didn't do my, you didn't do my I homework. Did. You saw rampage. No, not that. That's homework. the one thing I gave you to do. <laughs> you didn't do it. Well, Jenna didn't see it either. She's not even here. <laughs> she has an excuse. That's also bad. Um, but I will watch Westworld this week. Okay. I'll catch up. I saw part of episodes. the first season. I'll watch the next two and I'll yeah. let you know if I still agree or disagree. I watched another HBO show as well. Barry. 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 Which apparently we have very different opinions on. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I well, want, well, let me set it up right. for those who don't know. Okay. Because it's, it's not a show that everyone is talking about. But from the people that I've talked to that are watching it, they all agree with me. Uh, and it's also been set up for a second season already. So if you want to invest time, don't worry. There you can invest time. And although HBO has pulled the plug on shows they've given a second season to before it got to the second season. Before. Yeah, but so, I'd say too soon this one will be back. I think, yeah. And um, but the basic premise of the show is is Barry is uh, Bill a, Hader. Bill Hader is a uh, I always said serial killer. He's not a serial killer. No, he's a hitman. Um, he's a war vet hitman and he's sort of dull. He's a, just a dull dude who's really good at killing people and sort of has nothing else going on in his life. He just has no meaning. And then he goes to put a hit on, he's hired to do a hit on a guy who he has to end up like following and they follows him into an acting class in LA and he gets kind of pulled into doing a scene on a stage and his eyes light up and suddenly he's like, I felt something on the stage and I want to be an actor. I want to follow this feeling. And, and that's the juxtaposition of the show is that someone, there's a lot of comparisons to Dexter, mm-hmm. someone who kills in on one side of his life and then tries to keep these separate elements of his life apart. Um, it's done in a very dark humor way where, and I've, I've seen some comparisons to community also where it's kind of like, there's like this class where it's like a bunch of people who are in a, class together and you know mingling um there's some good characters in the show i like it there's a lot of humor there's a lot of dark humor in the show um but more importantly you know i think we mentioned on one of the last episodes i think jenna said it which is we i think we all like bill Hader, and we want to see him in something that that is fitting and something that he can succeed in he's a dude who can kind of bend his face it was one of the reasons why he was fantastic on Saturday Night Live and he and he would make these characters or, or play these characters and um, watching him in this. It's just fun because he, again, bends his face to just being very plain and very, very boring. And then when you see his face light up and or when he goes into like full on hitman mode and becomes like this, you know, intense, like running around like a SWAT team member, like it's cool and and he's likable and that's really the draw of the show for me is the is the characters. I don't even care what road they go down and it's an Alec Alec Berg HBO series which this dude has a formula for HBO. I mean mm-hmm. they, every single one of these shows has a formula the way it's written. It's almost annoying me at this point. <laughs> um I mean, I, I watched, I think I watched the first three. I loved the pilot. I thought it was yeah. great. Just the, to me, the stakes never really got anywhere. And this could be a testament to the more I think about it, Bill Hader's 
character because in all the situations he's he's put in, like even when he's tied up and his 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 uh, handler is being tortured, and, and to me one of the worst yeah. ways imaginable because I hate even looking at a nail file. Oh my god! And to 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 uh. see or even think about what they did, I had to leave the room. But he never really <laughs> he never really shows any emotion. He he doesn't really care what's happening. And the more I think about it, the more it's just because that's who the the person. I'd like to think that's who the character yeah. to him is is someone who just doesn't really have emotion. Right. And the reason why he enjoys. The, the acting process is because he's allowed to sort of fake it. Yeah. He's allowed to find emotion through something else that's not his yeah. own personal manifestation. Well, they, they, they do explore that eventually. I think, I think we're about five or six episodes in. Oh, really? I think no, it's six I'm now. So you're, you're, you're about three in. Okay. Um, but they eventually start exploring how he has this sort of muted emotion inside of him. You know, he doesn't express his emotion. He doesn't stand up for himself ever. He just does what people say. And, um, there was a scene and I won't ruin it, but there was a scene where I feel like it, it missed an opportunity to explore that a little bit further in, in an interaction with someone. But at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, to your point, there's a, there's some scenes where he, they're told like, go do this thing or we're going to kill your handler. And that he apparently does care about because it's the only person he has in his life really. And then he's like, okay, I'll go do it. And then ends up like sneaking off to go to an acting class instead because that's the thing that makes him feel good and he'll get around to the killing thing but um yeah i mean uh steven root who uh plays the handler is great i i I mean i love him in anything he does he's just you know he's steven root he's hilarious uh and of course the fonz of henry winkler steals it. it there are some later scenes with him that he ends up like because at first he's sort of playing a one note character where he's just like this kind of sleazy acting teacher and you're not really sure what to think. And he is good, but he isn't good mm-hmm. at the same time and what he does. And and then there's some scenes that just go off the rails later that give you insight into this guy's personality. And I love it. I mean, Henry Winkler, uh, he's just a nice dude in, in, in general and in person, if anyone's ever met him. But he's also just a really fantastic in this show. I'm just not sold on the lead girl. Uh, yes. Sarah Goldberg's her name. Yeah, it's really funny. I At first, from the previews, I thought it was Nikki Glaser. It looks a little like her, yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, Nikki Glaser. Um, but she's not Nikki Glaser. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, but, and there's things that it dives into eventually about, you know, LA life and and it's it's funny there's a there's a throwaway line somewhere where um they're doing these acting scenes and act in a in a theater class in a you know a theater and he's like oh they did a scene from Pulp Fiction and the scene from uh, True Romance he's like isn't that movies he's like yeah it's LA so the theater is movies <laughs> right. um and it, it's great in that kind of dark humor way it explores the superficiality of actors or wannabe actors or people who move to LA to become successful and. In a funny way, I mean, we, we, I mean, talking about Alec Berg, you know, he was the guy who also did Entourage and, and that show sort of could have been a really good parody of what it is to be in LA life and and that acting career and and that, that Hollywood scene instead, it kind of did it too on the nose and it was essentially became what it was. Yeah. (laughs) But this show I feel like has the, has the opportunity to do sort of what Uh, Silicon Valley did for Silicon Valley, which is parody the thing it's talking about. And like the things that people say and the things that people do are very much um, turning a mirror to the way people act in in Hollywood. And I think that's I think that's fun. And I think as the more they explore that over the over on top of the entire plot around a hitman who wants to be an actor. 
yeah, I mean, I think there's, I think there's some room to explore with the show and I, and I'm, I'm hopeful for it. I'm actually happy that it got a second season already. All right. So there's another homework for me. I'm going to watch the rest of yes. Barry. I'm going to watch Westworld. Yeah. I still want you to watch Rampage. I'm very upset that you did not watch it. We'll see what happens. I gave you one thing to do. Uh, no, you Couldn't gave me two things it. to do. What was the second thing? To watch Mulaney. Oh, did you do that? You didn't do that either. No, 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 no. Here, so here's the thing. John Mulaney hosted SNL. Yeah. Uh, the, the two weeks ago. So it was when after our first episode, I watched it, or I tried to. <sighs> I thought you liked John Mulaney. When did this turn take place? What do you mean? What turn? Like you turned that you're not liking John Mulaney anymore. I never this liked worked. John Mulaney. Oh God. No, it's it. so. John Mulaney's stand up. He did. He did a stand up at the beginning of the uh, episode. Uh, in the beginning, as most comedians do. And it was, did you see it? Yes. Did you think it was good? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't good. Ugh. I don't know. I watch don't know it what again. It, watch it like three or four again. more times. I just want to know. No. I'm going to stand behind you and watch it it's, as you watch it. I don't know what it is. And if you blink, I'm going to open your eyes. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about John Mulaney. I don't want to harp on him too long because this is turning into the John Mulaney podcast. But uh, I don't know. Fine. I can't. I can't Fine. get around it. Then we're not going to talk about it anymore because I don't want to talk negatively about John Mulaney. It's upsetting me. I'll have to wait for Jenna to come back because I need someone to help yeah, agree with she's me. She's not here. Jenna, what do you think? All right. Cool. Just like a woman well, should respond. Then I am going to talk about Rampage because I saw it oh. and we're going to talk about it uh, for like five minutes. What was it about? About Rampage, about Carnage. <laughs> it was pretty violent. There were a lot of, there was a lot of blood, a lot of deaths. Really? For, uh, I think a PG-13 movie. I was going to say, was it PG-13? It was, but it was like a hard PG-13. Like, oh. I wasn't, like, there were kids, and yeah. there was, like, at least four or five, like, full-on bodies crushing with blood going everywhere. Was it CG or real bodies? I would hope it's CG. How do you know they made Damn it, Tommy. The bodies? They didn't do that. They didn't get cadavers. Uh, Brad Payton, the director, seems to be having a fine little team up with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm. He did Journey to the Center of the Earth 2. He did uh, San Andreas. A lot of these, you know, big set pieces, little yeah. plot. Who really cares? Let's just watch people <laughs> do stuff. I like that. Big set pieces, little plot. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah. uh, you know, the, the CGI was actually pretty good for what I thought it was, there was pretty good emotion coming from the giant ape that, that the rock befriends and apparently grows up to this massive size. If you don't, don't know the plot, it's <laughs> very, very, very loosely based on the old game, uh, a video game called Rampage. Uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson is a animal scientist. If you can believe that. Yeah. He, uh, he, he signs with this ape who's his friend who was a, a, a runaway. And then this, uh, space science experiment goes wrong. And <laughs> The stuff crashes to the earth and, you know, these animals, unlucky animals find this, this gas, this green uh, gas and they get big and they destroy things. And it's just great. Sophia Vergara's uh, husband's in it. <laughs> uh, Sophia Vergara. Uh, Jack Lacey, who was plop in the office, plays an executive, if you can believe oh, that. Uh, and it was, uh, it was interesting. I mean, if you're into movies that have literally nothing to do <laughs> with anything, go see it. There was a point in the 90s where there was a lot of movies like that, where they made it through. A lot of Armageddon yeah, and stuff like rock. that. Yeah, and 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 before it was just sort of, that's what movies were. Yeah. In the 90s, it's just like the big set pieces, little plot, as I'll steal your phrase. Now they stand out as being almost purposely tongue-in-cheek, though. 
Like, mm-hmm. hey, look at what we're making. We're making a big doesn't make any sense. Like the rock is a scientist. Like we know how ridiculous. That oh, is. yeah. They're, they're been trying less and less every single day. They're just trying to find the piece uh, of a recognizable title that people would know, even though I'm sure nobody knows Rampage. Although I loved the game and they're going to make uh, a movie out of it somehow, some way. Battleship. That happened. Yeah, that, that didn't do very well, did it? Although, isn't there like a second one coming? I'm sure there are. Why not? They paid Galaga. for the name. There should there be uh, a Galaga game? Maybe Dig Dug? Uh, oh, speaking of which, I did see Ready Player One. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. We don't have a lot of time, but let's. I want. Yeah, I want to hear a little bit of what you thought about it. Out. I I loved that movie. I yeah. I didn't expect. I I went in with zero expectations. Um, but I loved it. Did you I, read the book? I didn't read the book. Is I mean, the book was great. I don't. Re- I don't read a lot of books. My girlfriend bought it for me because she wants me to read more, and she yeah. she she chose wisely because it's something <laughs> I could actually like get into because it yeah. had to do with a uh, whole this this futuristic VR world mm-hmm. where people the world's gone to shit, but people live inside the internet where they can become an avatar, they can yeah. play, they can they can surf on a pyramid, they can they can do whatever they want to do within this game. And but the thing is, like if if you die in the game, you lose all of your stuff, so you have yeah. to be careful. And the 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 plot around is revolves around the creator of the game who dies and makes this Easter egg where if you you follow his clues, you can get keys which lead to the egg, which means yeah. you can control all of this thing called the Oasis. Yeah, basically become a trillionaire. It's like Second Life. It's like Second Life. <laughs> vague office references. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. The thing in the middle with the shining, that, that scene they yeah. played, it wasn't in the book, but the, what they did was fantastic. I loved it. Well, speaking of which, um, I actually learned that. So in the book, it wasn't the shining. It was, uh, war games, war game. Was it war games? Yes. No, it was, uh, and I'm only, and I'm only saying this and I didn't read the book only because this is what I had learned. Wasn't it blade runner? No. Oh, I was told it was blade runner. I'm pretty positive it was working. You didn't read the book, did I you? I did read the book. Um, one of the tasks was they had to they had to do like a word for word repetition of war games. They had to be Matthew Broderick's character. Would you like to play a game? And if they and if they messed up, they got booted out and they had to do it again. Oh, um, well, I originally read. Well, maybe it was. There might have been also. A, I'm I'm recalling there may have been a Blade yeah. Runner also, but the yeah. the main one was the war games. Okay, but uh, with Blade Runner, they couldn't get the rights, and okay. that, that's why they because the uh, Blade Runner twenty blah, 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 <laughs> was. Uh, filming at the same time ah, and so they okay. had a they ended up um using uh, the shining as an homage blessing in disguise yeah so it was an homage by steven spielberg to his pally stanley kubrick that's how you pronounce um it. I, I the lead guy i forgot his name uh not the guy from baby driver not that's the a, guy, not ansel egort or yeah. ergot ansel elgort elgort uh, he was okay. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't really about him. It was kind of about the the advancement of CGI and all their avatars who they yeah. created within the, the Oasis. Um, the 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 best part about it was Mark Rylance, hands down, who was the creator yes. of Oasis of the Oasis. Yeah. It, the way he portrayed that character was just spot on. Yeah. It was fantastic as a guy who just is a recluse, has no idea how to communicate with people, yeah. but but within this world, he he expresses himself, mm-hmm. and people found solace in that yeah don't forget simon Pegg doing an, uh, an american accent never good just make him british why does he have to be american <laughs> just make him british uh it very much reminded me by the way of the plot from black mirror which one in particular um the uss 
Did you see Black Mirror? I did. I just don't try to remember the which new season, one. The first episode, the one about the spaceship. The oh, yeah. Star Trek yeah, yeah, yeah. The Callister. Yeah, the USS Callister. Because, I mean, essentially, it's like they're two guys. Yeah. They run a VR company, and it's, it's sucking people in. And Although that one was very dark. Yes. And I also, speaking of which, a segue, um, I'm hearing that that show, that series might spin off. We might get a Callister series. Oh, wow. That'd be interesting. Like an ongoing series. As long as they still make more Black Mirrors, that's all I Yeah, oh, they're going okay. to. All right, good. I have that theme song stuck in my head, or maybe I'm just having an aneurysm. Who knows? Maybe. Both. Know. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, uh, we're a couple weeks away from sort of the beginning of summer movies. Yep. I don't want to jump into summer movies because Jenna's not here. No, we'll wait. We'll wait for that. We'll wait. Um, but just to, I guess, scratch the surface, uh, are there any summer movies, summer blockbusters you're looking forward to? Um... I mean, I definitely want to see Deadpool 2, which is coming out like two weeks after uh, Avengers, smartly so. You don't want to be coming out the same time as that. I'm psyched. I don't know why it took them like 13 years to do this, but Incredibles 2, the Pixar. I didn't see the original. Oh, my. What is what is happening? (laughs) Why am I doing this with you? Pixar movie. Oh, my God. Because usually there's a third person buffer here where Jenna would have seen it. Uh, I'd I'd shut up. Jenna, come back. Converse for a little while. Fine. Um, Jurassic World. I'm not looking forward to no. that much. Also, I don't. Can I? I have a question. So, I mean, the original. I feel like this is going down the exact same path as the original Jurassic Park. Like, all right, the whole place is destroyed now. Now, what's going to happen? We're going to bring the dinosaur. We're going to go back to the island and save yeah. the dinosaur. It's the same plot. It's horrible. Lost it's, World. I don't get it. Might as well put it in space. The next one is going to be in space. Just, in just space. wait. Just wait. It will be in space. I promise you, it will. But I guess, I guess at this point is, <sighs> I think the thing that's frustrating is Jurassic World was sort of a fresh take on it, right? Because at the end of the day, you never got to see the park successful, and you kind of wanted to. Yeah, but they didn't really show you much of the park. I would like to, would have liked to have seen a little more. Well, that requires instead of this instead of the sexist banter between uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, well, so we'll see if we get more of that in the sequel. I think we will. Yeah, um, but for next week. Mm-hmm. Watch what I tell you to watch. What, what am I watching again? Avengers. Avengers. The Incredibles. Well, yep. yep. And Rampage. Oh, well, I don't you don't have to watch that. Rampage. Okay, right, I'll go you off the hook for that one. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, back next week. I think Jenna will be back. And yes. then we'll talk some Avengers and, and all the other stuff you just told me we, Ooh, we watch. Fun. Um, this Week in Pop. Don't forget to follow us on all the social medias. This Week in Pop on the Facebooks and the YouTubes and the Twitters and all that stuff. Um, also, also, I mentioned it on a, a little uh, 30 second clip when we were off next week. Rate us on iTunes. Rate us on Google Play. Rate us on all the platforms. We'll have some cool five stuff. Five star men right here. We want to be five star men. And a woman. She's not here. She is a five-star woman. I'll give it to her. Um, We'll have something coming up in the near future as to what we're going to give away in in lieu of people who are rating us. Prizes. Prizes. Giveaways. It's coming out of my own pocket. Meet and greets. You're going to get my mortgage money. Hey. Yeah. Um, So back next week with more This Week in Pop. Bye. Bye.